Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Pioneer Podcasting presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her here. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode of House of Kim, where we unapologetically share the ups and downs of our unpredictable life. And just like you guys, we are always trying to find ways to inspire and increase positivity in our own daily lives. Okay. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. <laughs> so we spent the night at the ER oh. after Kane got stabbed at school. Seriously. And I guess I still have a little PTSD from the year Kim decided to hire an Easter bunny, a guy, I guess, in a suit to surprise the kids. An Easter bunny. Like, I don't know who doesn't get pictures with Easter bunnies when they're little, but okay. Oh, boys, we spent the night at the ER after Kane got stabbed at school by a bush. I had no idea this went on, by the way, until later on when he got home. But he was playing in school, I guess, went to go catch a football or something, fell into a bush, went to the nurse, complained of his leg. She said it looked fine. She put some Neosporin and Band-Aid on it and went back to school. He got home that night, uh, or that afternoon, I'm sorry. We had our chiropractor here at the house that night, Dr. Jeff Malucci. And Kane's like, screaming in the shower that his leg hurts so bad this is terrible oh my god and so when he's done with the shower our nanny brought him down and she said kim like he's really having a hard time and i was like wow this looks like this looks bad like it was super red super inflamed and so our chiropractor i don't know if you guys know this but if you put your light to your leg or arm or whatever you can kind of tell if there's something in there i knew right away by like just palpating it that there was something in there but it just didn't look good. My gut was like, oh, no, this doesn't look good. So that night, Croy, I just said, Croy, you know what? Like, there's a satellite hospitals for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, CHOA, one on Mansell Road close to our house. And so Croy said, listen, I want to get there before they close because it's a lot easier to go there than going all the way down to the hospital and waiting in the ER and blah, blah, blah. You guys know how it is with COVID. So Croy did that. Go ahead, baby. Yep. And uh, we show up about 15 minutes before they close. They try to get us in as quick as we can. Nurse practitioner, I think, comes in, asks what happened. We explain the story. You know, he was at school playing on the playground, went to jump over a bush, felt some sort of sharp pain. You know, he, he saw a cut. He was bleeding a little bit. And it's progressively gotten worse to the point where now, as you can see, it's very red, very warm, uh, inflamed. And, and uh, at this point, we were trying to figure out if it was maybe a spider bite that had, there was, he, like, there was a spider there because it just was so drastically red so fast it just it seemed funny so she was kind of looking at she says i don't think it's a spider bite i do think it's a puncture wound she says let's numb it up here real quick 
and I'll kind of poke and prod it a little bit, you know, depending on how much he can handle. We'll see if we can't see something, maybe the, the end of something. They put some numbing cream on him. It's, he sits there for 15 minutes with the numbing cream on him. And she comes back in. They go to wipe it off, and <laughs> he's already jumping off the table because it's just so sore. It's just the numbing cream didn't do too much. But she's digging around with tweezers a little bit. He's, you know, gritting his teeth and trying to bear through it. And we just can't see anything. We can. We definitely removed kind of a, a scab that had started to form a little bit. Uh, we're headed dried blood, so we got that out of the way. We could actually see the hole, and but we just couldn't see anything in there. And so she said, look, I want you to go home and do some soaks and basically soak it in warm water 20, 30 minutes and then kind of squeeze on it, push it, see if you can't work something out of there and put him on antibiotics so that he doesn't get a worse infection. This will clear it up and, and he should be fine in a couple of days. And so we head home. What was it the following morning? Because I didn't feel right about it. You didn't let him go to school. I didn't let him go to school. And it had not gotten any better. Not really worse either, but it had not gotten any better. Still very sore, still warm, still red. And so we we started soaking it. And about every two hours, he soaked it for 30 minutes, and I would push on it. And you would see fluid and, like, pus come running out and blood. And I was like, man, this is just weird. Like, no, I definitely know from experience that it doesn't look right and doesn't look good thick pus coming out so Corey would like push on it and Kane I would say is our toughest boy not not lately though not but at, like a month ago or well, I guess not a month ago when this happened two weeks ago everything kind of happened at once because this happened to Kane on Wednesday Ethan's wake was Thursday and the funeral was Friday so this was all going on at this it was yeah. just too much at one time yeah I I knew that something wasn't right so Dr. Charlotte Kahn, she's been with me for 22 years, our pediatrician. I sent a video to her. She's like, yeah, it doesn't really look too good. But here's the thing. They're not going to do anything. They're not. They're probably going to have to operate on it, but they're not going to be able to do any surgery or anything until it like calms down a little bit because right now it looks really nasty. Well, so, so I ended up having to take him to the ER. So I knew that at that point, Mansell had given us all the information that we could possibly get. We needed some imagery uh, of what like I needed a doctor to kind of assess it again. At this point, it was starting to get... Um, what do you call it? Cellulitic, not cellulitic. Cellulitis. Cellulitis. That's what I was worried uh, about. Yeah. And so we had drawn on there kind of the area of redness and kind of where it looked cellulitic almost. Head down to the ER. And that's the following day. So he he went basically he went a day and a half of us trying to like soak it out, massage it out, and push it out. Nothing happened. Starting to get worse on day three basically and so that morning as kim's texting dr khan saying you know here's what it is i'm on the way down to the er or the hospital scottish right hospital to have you know have a doctor take a look at it and so she comes in and she says yeah uh i'm, I'm guessing there's something probably in there let's take an ultrasound so to see if we can see something and then we'll go from there they do the ultrasound come back in results do show that there's there's about a uh about a one inch. Mind you, I've talked to the school at this point and trying to find out like what kind of bush, what are we working with here, what what could have happened. And so they've sent me pictures of the bush. I've, you know, I talked to the principal because I, you know, I just didn't understand really what was going on and, and how this really happened. So they, they were super sweet. They explained everything to me and it made perfect sense. But they sent me a picture of the bush and it was like, what, I don't even know what kind of bush it would be, but it was like 
tubes. The branches were like tubes, if you will. Like bamboo, very skinny Mm -hmm. tubes, almost like a straw, if you will. Yeah. When uh, at the end of the summer, these things are huge, poofy looking like grass bushes. And then in the fall, they chop them down and they have like reeds almost in them. But anyways, imagery, they took an ultrasound. It showed about a one inch, probably by... I don't know, the, the size of like a pin insert thickness inside of his leg that had, had broken off and it was stuck up in there. And so she comes back in and she's like, look, you know, we're going to change him uh, on antibiotics to a more aggressive one that's going to fight like a skin infection. I mean, I had the dermatologist on Dr. Sabini on the phone texting, driving her nuts. It was her, like her husband's birthday or something. Dr. Khan, the pediatrician. I mean, I, I, I'm a lunatic. I'm a lunatic. But... <laughs> cellulitis can be systemic which means like throughout your whole body and it can change super super fast and cellulitis is almost like it looks like a little puzzle or something like red not very uniformed edges if you will it's just very unique and so as Kane's leg started to progress I was like oh and then I started googling like maybe I'm crazy I haven't worked in the nursing field in a long time but no, it definitely did not look good to me. And Croy usually is like, you're crazy. Calm down. But Croy was like, all right, can get in the car. And I was like, oh, God, I guess I am right. <laughs> I know that I think us mothers like to, I mean, I definitely would rather overreact and be safe than the latter. But cellulitis is very serious and it can turn very quickly, especially when there's something like jabbed up in your leg. So anyways, long story short. Yeah. She comes in on, and I thought she was going to take it out. Like, okay, so no, you, you, yeah. you, we got, we got an issue. Let's go get it taken out. It's she like says, a broken Look. bone. You got to wait a couple of days for all the inflammation and swelling. Yeah. That's what she said. You know, like we, we're going to, we're going to put them on a more aggressive antibiotic, try to get the infection out, take it over the weekend, continue to kind of soak it and keep it clean. And then on Monday, they should be able to get it out. So, we call on Monday, and they say the following Monday is when they can get him in. Yeah, I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I, no. no. I was no. like, I, I, are you sure you understand that, like, he's got something in his leg? It's it's, it's, it's super not red. It's super better. raw. He can't even walk. Yeah. It's not getting any better. Yeah, he's, this is, it's got to come out sooner than later. Are you sure there's nothing sooner? And they were like, well, we'll you know, let us check. We'll call you back. Uh, and in the meantime, Kim's like, well, why don't we just call Dr. Williams? So Dr. Joseph Williams was Cash's plastic surgeon. <clears throat> um, I love it this hour at night. I sound like a man, but um, was Cash's plastic surgeon with the dog bite in 2017. And then he also did his reconstructive surgery in November. And he's just phenomenal. Chief of plastic surgery at the Children's Hospital. He's just phenomenal. And I thought to myself, you know what? Like, I know a leg isn't like boy, you know, scars aren't that serious on yeah, a boy. It's not and, plastic and it, surgery. it wasn't necessarily plastic surgery, but I know that he's being a, a plastic surgeon for children. Like they're so small, you have to have the finest movements and just I don't know. It's it's pretty mind blowing what he does. He's he's phenomenal, and so I just called up to his office and I said, "Hey, here's where we're at. This is what we got," and I think they said, "Give us, we'll see you in two days." Yeah, in the morning, yeah, you're. Called perfect timing. You got yep. we got an opening Wednesday uh, morning, yep. and and we'll see you then. And they kind of fit us in between other patients. So as soon as we got to the hospital, he was put back really quick. And then, uh, I mean, I don't know. It was just it was actually smooth sailing. But I don't know how much more I could take that week. I, I'd had enough of all of it, and this just added to 
the chaos. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But anyways, he was great. His leg was has healed. It looks amazing. He still has like a little bit of a scab on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken a lot longer than I ever anticipated. Well, yeah. Healing. So he he took it out. Then so he, sliced he showed him us open. he showed us what it was, and it was like an inch long, like piece of bamboo if you will yeah but he yeah. couldn't give it to us for whatever reason but yeah. i did take a picture of it but it was like an inch long like piece of bamboo up in his leg like he couldn't believe it but yeah. i could feel it i could palpate it right. you could see it, yeah, it was like what are the I, odds like how how did so it go nuts. up and how did it cut I, his leg perfect angle perfect amount of force and then broke it it just so bizarre freak accident i mean yeah like he said this had to you, you had to have cut this out there's it wouldn't have come out on its own it would have continued to stay infected and just it would have been a nightmare had we not been able to have surgery. So extremely thankful for that. And, but yeah, he sliced him open just a little bit, took it out then stitched him up and then had some packing in there to kind of help reduce the infection a little bit for 24 hours. And then we pulled that out and then it, it he left a hole there for drainage and poor little guy got nuts. his leg back. But you know, what's so weird. My hairdresser, Nikki, just sent me this picture that it came up on her Facebook feed today. It's Chanel. Oh my God. My baby Chanel that I had for 11 years, my black <laughs> Pomeranian. She was all dressed up. She had a bow in her. I don't even remember that part of my life. It seems like a hundred years ago. Right. My first client today, she said, look at how cute, like she was like my little baby that she I was. didn't have. Like she, she looked, was, she was like a doll. She was like, was like a stuffed animal. Oh my God, you guys. <sighs> she was famous. She's a famous stuffed animal. <laughs> no, she was a famous stuffed animal. She walked down with a wig on for yeah. our wedding, didn't she? Or she had the wig yeah. on or whatever. But yeah. oh my God, Nikki, I can't even. She's, Nikki said, um, look at this sweet face on my Facebook memories today. I can't even believe it. She lived 11 years. She was wild as hell, but the best. Oh my God, I can't even believe it. I don't, these dogs, like, I, it's amazing how much you love your animals. It's just insane. But anyways, on a side note, she, Nikki just said, so sweet with her little sundress on. I used to dress her up in all sorts of clothes. She would go with us everywhere. It was just me and my three girls, as I would say. Yeah. Anyways, so Kane's on the men. He's doing amazing. Thank God. Um, he stayed out of school, which I love. And yeah, it was great. Thankfully, he was able to hop into Easter with us. Totally fine and partake in all the activities that we had. Speaking of, I mean, can you believe that we are already past Easter in 2021? No. Where no. in the frick has the time gone? No, I think you know, obviously Easter with everything going on with Ethan, plans drastically changed. Um, and I actually had all this. My assistant Nikki's amazing. And we love to do Easter egg hunts and all this good stuff. And so everybody was in town for Brielle. Brandon, her best friend from New York, um, flew in. And so he was there. And then Ariana's boyfriend, Aaron. And so I just said, you guys, can you help with the Easter egg hunt? And so they did. And the kids had a great time with it. But it's like, it's so hard to be in that like mind frame. It's actually a month ago today that Ethan passed, um, which just seems like yesterday to me, but yet also feels like a lifetime. But um, we're obviously a little backlogged with everything kind of going on. So, you know, we didn't have much time to kind of process Easter, even like have our head in the right space. Ethan had only been gone, you know, less than two days, basically. So anyways, I really appreciate Brandon and Aaron just doing that and taking one for the team. And 
we were trying to play music and just trying to just uh, terrible. And so the kids actually had spring break that whole week. And what's really, really odd, you guys, is that we um, always go somewhere for spring break. And this year, I don't know if it was like time or like we had, we have so much going on. We blinked and it was here, like literally. Like it, it wasn't was, like it was we, New Year's? my assistant kept saying like you're gonna go somewhere and we always go somewhere. Yeah. Like whether it's the beach, I mean, it, usually the beach. Like why would I go to snow? Like I fucking hate snow. So anyway, we just didn't think about it and and Ethan passed on Saturday. Uh, Saturday morning, April like third, early, early three o'clock in the morning on the third. Yeah. Uh, today is actually Monday, May third, and that's why I say a month ago from today. But anyway, so. It's tough. We did the Easter egg hunt. It was great. They had a great time. There was actually an argument because we had put some money in some of the golden eggs and then they were fighting over the eggs and it was a very big lesson. Croy loves, and I love this about Croy, that he loves to teach lessons in situations like this, which is important, right? Because they're so wound up about the money. And I think KJ and Cash were, ended up choosing each other to be on their teams and they won, They got all the money. Right. Basically, so, and, so they knew that there was going to be some eggs that probably had some bigger prizes in them money or like a gift card or, or something big other than just candy or whatever. And so KJ and cash had made a deal that whatever they found that was big, they would pull together and then split it. So that way they, I don't know, that way they weren't angry or whatever. And so they're hunting for the eggs. Mind we have, to, you have to go back to Easter baskets too. And a freaking bunny, but a real life bunny knocking on our door but so they're hunting for these eggs and was cash the first one cash was the first one to find find yeah. and he found yeah. 25 bucks yeah he found an egg with 25 dollars in it and then kj he found one with 10 dollars in it so at this point they have 35 dollars right. right fucking nikki no. my hairdresser just texts me right i'm gonna kick her ass she says um I said, it's been a month since Ethan's passed. And she sent me the picture of Chanel. And uh, she said, I just text B, actually. She said, no, I can't. Life is short, Kim. Trust me. She said, so if I don't tell you enough, I love your crazy ass. <laughs> so cute. Asshole. That's sweet. Love you too, Nikki. Bitch. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. She just caught me off guard with that. Corey's looking at me like, what the fuck is your problem? No, so I love actually- Nikki. We've been running the streets together for... Fucking two decades, it seems. Right. So it's really so, sweet. I so KJ and Cash had found the 25 and the 50. And then Kane, he, I think, found the 20 or something like that. Either way, the boys, KJ and Cash, had, had a lot of money. And Kane didn't have hardly anything. And so Kane came running in the house. He was crying. Cash was, uh, KJ was screaming at him, you know, give it back to me. It's mine. It's mine. It's give it back to me right now. <laughs> and Kane had said that he had found this egg with the money in it at, in this one spot. And KJ's like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. It's not even possible. He didn't find it. He took it out of my thing. And Kane was yelling, no, I was running around and it bounced out and, and it's mine. So I simply had, to, I said to KJ though, I said, look, I said, you and Cash already have like $75 right to split up right and so even if even if kane it didn't get it like you you at that moment should be like you know what you got you and cash have together is more than what kane has you should be like fine here you go buddy it's okay here, here you you have this portion instead of like he was kj was trying to hoard it all take it all and was having a meltdown because he thought kane had stolen his right. his his money i don't know it just 
it, it, it's it, a good it lesson though to like like what's the big deal like kj and cash basically so obviously kj and cash everybody's a year apart but the twins are always together and they're and they team up and then kj and cash but the older boys are obviously bigger and more aggressive and it's just the way it is and so Corey was like listen what is ten dollars what is five what is like what is the issue let them have it like let them have it and they did yeah. But it was I didn't have the patience or the energy to even battle. It was just like, Corey, you're right. Thank you. Good job, sweetie. You're doing great, babe. They love to compete and they're competing to find their Easter baskets that in the morning when they get up, the bunnies hit them and they have to run around the house trying to find their baskets. And the first one who finds theirs doesn't want to help the other ones find theirs, even though in the very beginning, all four of them are looking for all four baskets, right? They're all four trying to help each other find one basket. Then that first one gets found. Let's just say it's KJ's. He stops looking for everybody else and starts checking out his basket. I'm like, dude, that's not fair. You just had three other people helping you look for yours. And now you're not going to help them look for theirs. I said, you got, you have to find all four baskets before you guys can go through them. Right. I didn't even get an Easter basket. I don't know. The bunny never stopped at my house. I think we live too far in, in like the middle, so weird, in the middle dude. of nowhere. We did get to do the Easter egg hunts in in the town park. Like right. all the kids would go to the park, and they had this huge Easter egg hunt. I remember doing that, but I never saw there wasn't like a bunny that like a like a Santa, you know, like a Santa at the mall. There wasn't a bunny at the park, but you had so, a bunny. So I I grew up like, I, and I've expressed this in the past, like obviously Catholic, right? And so every. Easter, we would sit on the Easter Bunny's lap just like Santa and take a picture. I mean, year after year after year after year. My daughters, I had them do the same thing. I thought that was like completely normal and what everyone did. And then when I brought an Easter, I said, Corey, the Easter Bunny's coming over today. And this was a few years back. The kids were, the twins were probably two or three. And Corey's like, what the fuck do you mean an Easter Bunny's coming to the house? I said, yeah, they're going to take pictures. He thought that was so weird. And I was like, well, what's weird is that you don't take pictures of the Easter Bunny because I have pictures of myself throughout all these years. So anyway... My family and what I so appreciate about my parents is just the fact that we they were traditional. They set traditions or and we had traditions, whether it was Christmas or Easter or whatever. But I just thought everybody else did the same damn thing. And I don't know necessarily that you have to be Catholic to sit on the Easter Bunny's lap. But I feel like taking pictures and doing all of that was just like. No, that's totally not Catholic. Catholic is religion. Easter Bunnies is no, commercial. No, the Easter Bunny was at the church. But yeah, the church may have brought them just for the kids, but it's totally not like religious. So obviously, uh, I took pictures of the Easter Bunny. Corey didn't. I did have Easter egg hunts. Easter, my Easter baskets were they were always hidden. It was always so fun to find them, and and that's just it. And I love it, and I still do it for my twenty four year old, and that's it. But anyways, so spring break started that week, and obviously with Ethan's death, it took a terrible turn, and and I do believe that we didn't book a trip for the first time in 11 years together almost, ever. Uh, Very weird. I I always know that the man above knows exactly what's going on, so I wish I would have known. Maybe we would have taken Ethan, and things would have turned out totally different, right, babe? I like to think anyway. Yeah. But So not last year, but how many years ago was it that – you're like, oh, I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have the Easter Bunny. I just said four years ago, yeah, four or five. And he's knocking on the door, like this this weird dude. I mean, if it was you, sorry, but guy in a, guy in a costume shows up and like literally sits in our home to take pictures with. Why is that fucking weird? It's weird. The kids thought it was great. I don't know. Anyways, so long story short, Easter was great. We cooked dinner, right? We had um like um. 
Italian dinner. I like to do Italian dinners for the holidays, which I so appreciate. Croy always bending his. He he's not an Italian fan, so I really appreciate that. That's kind of just what I've always done. So, anyhow, we decided after spring break of the kids really not really doing anything, lots of tears and lots of people in town and lots of adjusting and. Yeah, there was a lot going on that we, after Ethan's funeral on Friday, that we would take the kids and just do something and just not deal with the phones, not deal with anything and just have a really good time. And so we went to the Complex Sports and Entertainment in Buford, Georgia, which my assistant recommended. And it was actually pretty damn cool. It was really cool. I didn't expect it to... I thought it was going to be more like an arcade, like How about most like main are. event or yeah. whatever. Yeah. This was really cool. Like Kane was jumping on a trampoline, like with a simulator almost in front of him, uh-huh. and like uh, that was really cool. They had all kinds of simulators: it was awesome. golf, it was baseball, awesome. yeah, uh, shooting, like hunting, archery. They had cleaning rock every walls. single game. As soon as like somebody was done, like this COVID shit, like as soon as we were done hitting the balls or whatever, they would come in and clean right away. And then it would be KJ. And it's like, oh my God, it's our son. It's okay. But they were on top of the cleanliness like yeah. no other. Yeah. Rock walls, trampolines, motorcycles to ride, basketball hoops, and yeah. slides to go down. And I mean, it was pretty cool. Our kids had a really good time. And, it, and I just was like, I had so much guilt, if you will, for just their spring break. Not that they, We'll even remember it being spring break and us not going anywhere, but I just was like, or doing anything special. They just really dealt with all of the emotions that everybody kind of brought to the house and all that we were going through. So I wanted to just treat them and that's what we did. So we had a great, great time. We went out to Provino's, an Italian restaurant in Buford, which is really, really great as well. And it's just nice to sometimes just get out and kind of try to forget about what's going on and just let loose, if you will. Brielle actually, after um, Ethan's funeral, went to... Lake Burton, right? Lake Burton mm-hmm. is where her friend's house is. And the, the all of Ethan's friends, they spent the entire weekend after his funeral was on a Friday. So they spent Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and they all came home Monday. And they just had a really great weekend kind of reminiscing. I mean, it wasn't great. I shouldn't say great weekend. It was definitely very difficult. Um, but for them, I think it was helpful to kind of reconnect and share stories. So right. it was cool. Yeah. It really was. So anyways... Let's get to when I went to Vegas a few weeks ago and I asked you guys on Instagram and stuff, Facebook, like what your favorite casino was. And this is really funny because my biggest response was Red Rock Casino Resort and Spa, which when we were at Caesars, we had left and went with a couple of our friends to Man... uh, No. Uh, What was the casino? Not Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Was it Mandalay Bay? Mandalay Bay. And... um, Dana White was there. We were just all kind of chilling there or whatever. And one of the guys from Red Rock was there. And that's where kind of Brielle and all her friends were going to head and go to. And of course, we went back to Caesars because that's where our room was. But I was like, okay, it's the newest thing in town in essence, but it's not on the strip, which I don't need to be on the strip. I'm not one of those people. Like I'd actually rather be off the strip. But I mean, who knows? So Brielle actually went there. She said it was unbelievable. We'll probably stay there the next time we go for real just to check it out. Brielle did really well, won a bunch of money. I there's not one person that I know that's went to Red Rock and not won money. That's what they've said. For real. So anyways, if you guys are heading to Vegas, Red Rock Casino Resort and Spa is definitely your mojo. I also got a lot of responses for the Cosmopolitan, which is where we sent our casino host, Brandon Wooden, to for his birthday, yep. him and his wife. Um, it was an exclusive restaurant there by Chef Jose Andres. Yep. It was like an, a very elite experience, which, you know what? I'm going to text Brandon right now. Can you text him, babe? Let me just leave him a little message right now and ask him if he went yet, because that's been <laughs> a little bit, not too Probably bad. Probably not yet. It's, you got to kind of plan it out. 
I'm actually on my podcast right now wondering if you ever went to the Cosmopolitan for dinner. Just wondering. Good voice note, but restaurants called A by Jose, Jose Andres. Andres. It only seats nine people twice per night. It has a 20-plus unique tasting prepared by their award-winning chef and right in front of you. It's like super posh. Alex, one of the managers, was there. He was amazing. He went the extra mile to make sure that Brandon was all taken care of. The reservations can take up to three months, you guys. So it was... It is a very personal touch. Uh, good, great customer service. It's hard to find these days. I feel like since this pandemic and these people just, they do it right. Like during this pandemic, customer service has gone out the fucking window. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. I think there's a lot of frustrated people. I understand, but I mean, yeah, it's tough. You got to stick true to your values. So anyways, um, I'm going to find out from Brandon if he actually went. Because I don't think we, he has because there was one opening. It happened to be like the next day after his birthday that they had somebody had canceled. There was a cancellation. So we were like, hey, dude, do you want to like take it? And he's like, ah, you know, I don't know what the wife's got going on. And so Brandon says, I have not yet. I met the guys that run it and had them come over f- for Nobu, told them at the end of the month I'm coming in. <laughs> that's funny. So uh, he is not. But. And I, he's, Kim was like, you got to do it, you know, like tomorrow. And he's like, I just, I can't just like, I got to plan things, you know? And so, but if you do the experience, uh, be prepared to be booked out like three months in advance and plan it right for your trip. If you're from out of town, because you do have some time to wait. Brandon, <laughs> first of all, my casino host is probably one of the funniest people you'll ever meet in your life. And he's like, um, do you want me to call into the podcast? Give it a bump in ratings. I'm just like, <laughs> so I just set up my notes where it says like, you know, my casino host birthday gift. It's just funny. He's actually hilarious. So he works at Caesars and I love Caesars. That's where I always stay. And that's where I gamble. And I just like very, the water pressure in a shower is super important to me. Contrary to what you may think, I actually have a lot of my own hair and it takes a lot of water to get through it all. And so the water pressure there is phenomenal and it's super hot and their bed's super comfortable. I don't give a shit about food. I care about my coffee and I can get Dutch bros brought right to the hotel and I bring my own wine. So it's like a win-win for me. Yeah. Every time that Corey and I have been to Caesars in the last year, Rayo's, our favorite restaurant's been closed. Yeah. So we've not even had like, an option for food. No, I know. It's it's Corey and I stumbling to our room at three o'clock in the morning after gambling, and we're just looking for like one chicken finger. <laughs> but anyways, so that's that. Thank you guys for all your recommendations. We'll be staying at the Red Rock at some point for sure. So speaking of trips, this is an amazing one. We went to Columbia, South Carolina, to hang out with my girlfriend Teresa Caputo, and you're not going to believe what happened. If you don't know who Teresa Caputo is, she is the Long Island medium who is unbelievable. So to be continued, you guys, on next week's episode, you're not going to believe what happened. Hope you have a great week, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening to The House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Catch new episodes weekly at pioneerpodcasting.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love the show? Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. 
warbyparker.com slash covered.